Alright, light it up, Sean. Welcome to this, the 13th episode of the Ian Prendercast back after a week off because I had a really sore butthole and Fab had a really sore heart. But we're back, we're back on deck. It's good to be here. I'm Sean Peter Mudge. I'm joined as always by Fabian Guardiola, who is good as new. Yeah, buona sera ragazzi. And Tim Davis, who, there was nothing wrong with Tim last week. Oh, fit as a Mally Bull, Sean. <laughs> he was ready to rock and <laughs> I was roll. ready to go. I'd done my homework. I was, was all like, set to go. He was reduced choice. He was, I was about to say, he was reduced choice. He was ready to, ready to strap that saddle on. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, couldn't happen. Uh, Fab, do you want to give us a rundown briefly? You don't have to. Of? Just why you were omitted from last your, week's pod. Your episode. I thought I was dying. I I thought I was having a heart attack in... I just, just felt off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday I'm in the office, so I couldn't breathe, I was lightheaded, felt like my heart was beating out of my chest, I just, I don't know, and I admin, I administered myself to... Self-admitted. Yeah, self-admitted to the emergency ward. Oh, I missed yeah. a call. So, I didn't really think anything of so it. Cause basically, usually, if you're dying, don't call Sean. Because he rings me every night just to chew the fat, yeah. just to get him to wherever he's driving to. Yeah. I missed it, and I didn't see it till you're a little best, while. You're the best talkback radio I've got, Sean. So. And I didn't uh, didn't didn't see it for a little while, and then um, I got a text a little bit later on. What was what was his text? Oh, I'm staying overnight, and I was like, "Where?" That's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, where, where are you?" No, so yeah, sleep over. I thought he might have been <laughs> up at there, uh, Lake. Where do you go, Lake? Lake Eildon. Yeah, I thought he might have been up at Eildon. No, oh, he wouldn't have got a text. No reception up at Eildon, but um, it's like the true. office. No, no, I, they put me straight into bed. Shave me down. It would have um, taken a while. Um, you, I've, 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 it, was like, it was like the. Uh, I sent you guys the photo. They it brought like, in a professional shearer. She just. She did an absolute hack job, but she shaved areas that didn't have any of the actual, the ECG little whatever you call them. Sticky the sticky things. bit. Yeah, she shaved like the middle of my chest. I had no probes in the middle of my chest. Maybe she just thought it needed a trim. So um, yeah. Oh, you're heady. That's exactly how she said it. She oh, you had it. What nationality was she? She was Asian. Yeah, okay. And she just ripped out this... Sounded like Mexican or Spanish or something. This uh, pair of clippers and mm-hmm. shaved me down and I was hooked up. And I yeah, I went through every test possible, did the angiogram, did the ECG, did the chest x-rays, did all that, stayed overnight. But, uh, and then they said, there's nothing wrong with you, get out of here. There's nothing wrong with your heart. Someone <laughs> said, there's nothing wrong with you. She said, nothing yeah. wrong with your heart. So, still don't know what's going on. I mean, Have you bit. been stressed? If Carlton win, I'm not stressed. But uh, no, I, I keep saying, you know, anxiety and stuff, but I don't feel it. And I know there could be subconscious and all that mm. stuff. I don't know. But, but clearly, you're symptomatic of something. I, honestly, I thought, I've, you guys know I've got Crohn's disease, and I'm pretty cavalier with that. Illnesses. I've had it for long enough now that you know people. Oh, have you gone for an update? Yeah, I can postpone it a month. Do that. I'm not. When symptoms come, I don't panic. I know what I've got and how to manage it. So I get still got it. Um, but when it came to this, I, I think I felt sick Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But then as it progressed, I started to psych myself into, am I dying? Am I having a heart attack? And I think I. It were you like? Were you as melodramatic? Were you as melodramatic as Johnny Drama? I think I'm dying. I think I just peed myself. <laughs> Didn't Johnny Jarman pee himself? I don't know. He, 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 he thought he was dying. he thought he was dying, and he went to the uh, went to the doctor, and then he was just having. Didn't a... he have gonorrhea at the same time? I thought it was in the wasn't it in the movie that Johnny thought he was dying. No, no, no. It's when he was doing the audition. 
Yeah, but there he's was... doing the audition, and all of a sudden Dean Kane walks in. Yeah, he goes fucking Superman. <laughs> fucking Superman. Because <laughs> I thought I was the only person auditioning. You need to watch. I clearly do. I haven't watched any of Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. I've, I've never watched an episode. <laughs> and and now and now I'm getting castigated through social media because people are complaining that so many people are going, oh, I've never never watched an episode of Game of Thrones like it's a badge of honour. And it's sort of like, well, you either have or you haven't. Yeah. I've watched I saw seven something. episodes. I've watched seven episodes season one and I just didn't, couldn't get into it. I saw a thing. Someone put this stat up and I was like, I wanted to test the fidelity of the stat. Someone said season opening episode of Game of Thrones watched by one billion people. And I was like, that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah, that's... that's. And I thought, how are they getting this number? Basically, there was no... It's the people of the AFL number. <laughs> there, was, there, was absolutely, <laughs> there was absolutely no explanation of where that number's come from, no breakdown, anything. Just a billion. Just It was a billion. They didn't even have a number of figures. They said, I think they said something like 15 million were, were anticipated to watch it or... Is it on HBO? It's on HBO. In excess of 15 million people were anticipated to watch it on HBO in America. And I thought, well, for a, a cable, that's enormous. Yeah. Like, that's massive. But we, we still need to find that 980 million people yeah. around. I just thought, once again, I was like, I've got no issue with people liking Game of Thrones, watching it, getting excited about it. Because I did the same thing. I woke up at 3 in the morning to watch the Star Wars Episode Nine panel. So, everyone, whatever floats your boat. Doesn't bother me if you want to love it and you want to get into it. Not a problem in the world. But why are they lying about a billion people watching it? I just think, as you say, it's like, so well, I current. Don't, I don't people get are, it. Like, that's what a seventh of the world. Like I, one in seven people are watching it. I just thought it's just a bare. F- How many people watch the World Cup final? Oh, fuck, four hundred is like half a half a billion or something. It's, yeah, it's a that's lot. That's huge. Like, come on. That's Game what I mean. And I just thought to myself, of course it's popular. We can't escape it at the moment. It's this. This uh, moment in time, pop culture, just at the moment. Not but if you want to maintain world. integrity, just get it right, but just, or, or get it accurate. Why are they bullshitting about it? No yeah. one's everyone's sitting there going, "Oh, what a number!" Thinking, <laughs> yeah, you could just said four billion people are watching it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, my health um, scare wasn't nearly as um, serious as Fabian's. I just had tacos, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of emodiums, and you were good. Yeah, had a couple cold. of emodiums the next day. Just had a bit of a spicy bum hole, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and isn't it a joy? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> It's just like every so often you get, we all get it, and it's just, it's just not pleasant. Um, and, and basically, and you forget how much you take standard gut health oh. for granted. Sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, until taken, you don't I, have I it, I haven't taken standard gut health for granted for seventeen years. I had one day in seventeen years. Says and part of the Fabian, uh, part of the wasn't was, too bad because obviously Fabian couldn't do it. So Tim and I were going to get together, and I was going to go over to Tim's place. And I basically dungeon. in the dungeon. Was, we were going to go in the dungeon, like Stu Hart's uh, <laughs> Tim's se- Tim sex room. <laughs> Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Bill from Songs of the Lambs. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's the song he's dancing to. Yeah, that? right. Bye. Can never be listened to ever again. Q Lazarus, right? So um. Um, I can't remember. Do we just want to stall Goodbye Labors. Horses? Yeah, it's in... Um... Right. Right. So Pete... Shit, what... Pete um... does the whole... The... Um... This um, is... uh, it was in a Kevin Smith. It was in Jay and Silent Bob were dancing to it. Oh, God. So Pete, every now and then, will walk in the office and go, oh, fuck me. <laughs> you know, he does the thing where he's putting the lipstick on. That's right, he does too. So this is the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, that can never be listened so to ever again. Played, 
without in the without name? seeing Buffalo. Uh, is this on a loop? It, no, it's when he dresses up in the in the the skin suit yeah. that he's making, trying to make himself into a, uh, a woman. Yeah, and he's putting the makeup on yeah. and tucks, tucks yeah. his. He's got yeah, he does the tuck. Legs. Yeah, yeah. And he does. Yeah, he's got a few problems. Pete does a Pete does a great, a little mellow adjusted. He does the tuck. <laughs> no, Pete does a great Buffalo Bill impersonation in oh, the office. Wow. Without the tuck, I'm just saying he does the it's whole you know, the lipstick. Ben. Well, I watched one of your favourite movies the other day. Overboard? Uh, no, no, <laughs> Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. And of course, the guy that plays Buffalo Bill is the guy who's the the prime hunter yeah, who's trying yeah. to. Wrangle all the, um, it's, the, it's, the the dinosaurs off the island before the volcano it's, hits. It's yeah. funny, and he also commits for a man who we're led to believe. Shout out to Alex for enjoying this Jurassic World chat. We haven't had this Jurassic World chat for a while. Before you join Rock Tim, these two morons would talk about Jurassic World and Jurassic but, Park. For so, so he's, to listen. he's meant to be a big big game hunter, animal wrangler, expert, etc. The way that that Indoraptor tricks him into coming into the Holding oh, that's great, cage. isn't it? It's the it's the most schoolboy error. Oh yeah, anyone could. Have. He just goes in, and the Indoraptor like opens one Pla- eye to the camera dead. and waves his tail <laughs> yeah. a little bit when he wasn't looking. Are you it's, thinking? It's Jesus, reminded me of the '94 World Cup when Jim Franco Zola. I can't believe I just said that. Jim Franco Zola. Jim Franco Zola steps in front of a Nigerian bloke. Just literally just stepped in front of him. Guy hits the deck, rolls around, rolls around, and I remember. <laughs> Referee comes across, gives Zola the red card, and the Nigerian was it the Nigerian bloke? I'm pretty sure it was. And then he's kind of done the whole hands over the, the eyes, but then he's separated the fingers to make sure. <laughs> oh yes, he's got a red card, and then up, oh, up he gets. I'm good to go. Did you feel a sense of injustice when that actually happened? Yeah, because against it, 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 Italy, because usually the Italians are the ones being dirty cheats. Don't be a dickhead. Um, oh well, calm as a bitch. Do you see the Jordi Alba one against us at Old Trafford? Reverse karma, maybe. Jordy Alba ran. I, I, I want to say it was Ashley Young. Ball had gone out of play, mm. and Ashley Young was just sort of standing and walking over to the touchline. Yeah. And Jordy Alba, like, headbutted him. He in, got up and ran in, into Ashley Young. He got up and headbutted Ashley Young in the side and then went down clutching his face. And it was just the most extraordinary. He did a Mitch Robinson on Dustin Fletcher. Yeah, and Ashley Young had genuinely mm, not moved, hadn't even acknowledged he was near him. He yeah. ran into him and then went to ground. It was just the most disgusting. And I just thought. Getting sidetracked, but I just thought, <laughs> so ban him for ban him for ten matches. Sidetracked. What else we got to do? But ban him for ten matches. I agree. Yeah, it's the way you get rid of those. Just go. You're gone, mate. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's not in the game. It's not yeah. on. That's um, not my game. And then Tim briefly, we've waffled on quite significantly. Um, <laughs> how'd your coaching debut go? You're, you're officially. Can we get to you know if this was America, and this is one of my coach things, Davis. Coach Davis. Coach Davis had an Doesn't interesting debut. Doesn't matter what debut. level you've coached at, what sport you're coaching. If you're I in a small town, I would love Coach Davis for Brendan Bolton to be referred to as coach. But I hate the look of yeah, bolts, yeah, shagger this and Robbo and Choco. That's more Fuck. changing the Australian condition. Though. That's not yeah. going to happen. There's a lot of Americanisms that I detest in sport, but the reverence and the respect that they yeah, hold for their coaches, that. whether it be high school, college, pros, whatever else, Mate, it's, you could be a fourth exceptional. Assistant. You're yeah, still yeah. called Coach I, Davis. I, I really like it. So where where are you coaching? I'm coaching the Beverly Hills Junior Football Club. I used to play 12s. for Beverly Hills. I was going to say you'd be a, an ex-line. Um, I could imagine just walking, going to be yeah. walking down East Doncaster away, and Tim's going to be walking down past the Cheesecake Factory and go, Coach, <laughs> Coach. <laughs> so now, anyway, how we, those we, boys looking this week, Coach? If he's starting to be out asking questions and questions, it's going to be great. Yeah, well, we kicked off in the Black Division, and uh, don't know kick, what that is. Kick the first two. Excellent. Good start. <laughs> 
Shout out to Izzy. <laughs> um, and um, we, we yeah, kicked the first two goals. I'm hearing a lot and of sandbagging here. Just get to the mm. fucking results. No, no, well, okay. Well, three-quarter time. Three-quarter time. <laughs> Lost by 70. No, it's a, it's a draw at three-quarter time. Okay, scores a level. And, and I've pulled out the old – I've just sort of thought, you know, the old motivational mind games and that sort you've of got stuff. A, you've got Pacino from any given Sunday. No, and I've, I've just said to the boys, I said, you guys have been training since October – You've done a lot of work. It's a hot day. We had five on the bench. They only had one. And and I've I've done the old I've rolled I've rolled in my mind with We're fitter than them. Yeah, we are. We're fit we're fitter than we're them. Four we'll, players more fit. Yeah. We'll run the game out. We've been rotating off the bench. I said if you run and you work, if you if you're prepared to work, I guarantee you will win. False promises. And and in my heart of hearts, I thought we would. You were mentally done. But I just thought it's going to be hard to go back to the well if we don't, because <laughs> you can't use that line ever again. I can't guarantee them a win. Got to ever the chase, again. Tim. Bro, what was the score? We got out, we got outscored three goals to nil in the final quarter. <sighs> so they we... outran you. They outworked. No, no. Where was my, the game? My, uh, we played at Leeds Street. How the fuck's that? Do you know where the basketball stadium Leeds Street is on Doncaster Road next to Jackson Court? Yes, uh, uh, Doncaster Heights. This is uh, well, it's this called is Doncaster great. Reserve. Yeah, right, I know. Yeah. The, I know. But it was yeah. the old Donk. I think it was the old Doncaster Heights. Yeah. Some Malway reference for that. Well, you're the traffic engineer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. In any case, didn't win. But um, were there any peculiarities about the ground? You know, sometimes I played against. Um, were you robbed? I played against decisions. No, no. I, I played against Pauline Poor one decisions. day, and there was genuinely from where the benches were to the right. So if you the right of your dial, the right of your screen, mm. it was broadcast downhill. No, like genuinely, the centre square was skew if by about 50 metres. It was the weirdest ground ever. So when you were attacking to the right, you were like the centre square was SCG style, hard against the, the arc. Yeah. And then the other way, there was about 20, 30 metres. So one side, of the, one side of the ground was genuinely... So you kick a goal from the centre oh, and, and gen- the other end, you got to kick three times it was to genuinely, get to the It was genuinely um, a third as so short. What, what round was that, Tim? This was round one. Round one. So he should come on you straight away. It should. <laughs> Well, look, it, it, I don't want to hear no shit about green shoots, Tim. The Manningham right? leader went. You, you are, we look to you for wins. The Manningham right? leader well, went we, we, first I'll give page you an update every week just to let you know how the boys are going. Front page of the, the Manningham leader said Davis has lost the team already. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, there's been a bit of a change up because we've, we've got 55 kids registered. Jesus. So 55 kids, we had two teams. He's got more than an AFL list. Yeah, so we've we got 28. We've got 28 in one group, 27 in the other. Yeah. But the maximum you can have run out on a weekend is 24. So we're basically relying on seven kids every single week being unavailable. What's the likelihood of that happening? Slim. and Through winter, you've got a bit of a drop-off. Look, there's always attrition, you know, holidays, um, illnesses. CBF. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of that too. The parents, most likely, oh, more absolutely. Child, yeah. um, Are there any players that you're going to coach out of the team? No. Well, see, this is what's ended up happening is they've decided that too many kids are going to miss out on playing that you'd have to roster seven kids off each week and then you're going to have six on the bench and with six on the bench every single kid's going to miss a quarter so across 14 games you miss a quarter every 14 weeks that's three and a half games that you're missing out of the season you're going this isn't good Mm. so they've ultimately said we're going to switch to three teams so it's going to be so now you, you 19, think. 18, and 18, yeah. So now we're going to be skinny, but in my black division, if you uh, if you make the call to the opposition by the Friday evening to say we're only going to have 16, 
you lose the wings and play 16 aside. So we can probably absorb a couple less. Tim's first steps to becoming an AFLW senior coach. Well, that's exactly right. Actually, did you see Peter Saul got named St Kilda coach today? I did see that. Yeah. She deserves it. She knows more about AFL or the the women's game than... And she's been an assistant at AFL AFL level. So, So, yeah, that's a good point. So who you got this week, Timbo? Well, no, no, school holidays, uh, we get two weeks off. So we played one one match, and then you have a two-week hiatus. And so round two Mini will, will be team. Sunday week. Yeah. Flog, flog those kids. There was no training tonight. That's why we're doing the podcast on a Wednesday rather than a Thursday. You take, so. him, you take, him, out to, take him out to St Kilda Pier? A bit of recovery. 5, 5 a.m., yeah. do the pier jump? Just, and, and just to give you the, the, the one thing, and, and we will finish this conversation up now, oh, I, sure. I, I, drew, I drew a sexy drawing for the boys. Ooh. That, 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 How old that, are they? No, no, of, of the footy ground and said, okay. this is defence, this is forward. And what, what I illustrated to them is when we've got the ball in defence, we kick it long and wide. Yeah. And, and, we, and we, referred, we, we referred to the, 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 you know, the corridor inside 50 and pretty much almost to halfway mm. as the Kenny Loggins danger zone. Yeah. And we said, we don't kick here. And then after you get it up past the wing, then you can channel back into the corridor, and that's the game plan. Did you tell the boys when you were down by two goals with a couple of minutes left, hit the danger zone? No, no, no. no. Forget everything I told you! (laughs) Four times during the game, I had blokes that kicked a cross goal, including my own son on one occasion, and I don't think... Sleep outside? I don't think on one of Torrens... (laughs) Not quite. One of Torrens' errors didn't... um, Or decisions didn't hurt us, but four other guys kicked it straight into the corridor. Goal straight the other way by the Park Orchards boys, and it's just you sit there and you're going as a coach, you just go, I've got to give you the direction, I've got to tell you what to do, and then at some point you just got to let them go, and they'll let them do it or they won't, and it'll so be successful. Have you just obliged to coach fundamentals? Like, I know you don't. You don't. You've got team rules, game plan, no, things saying, we you focus don't on. Tag, you don't. Fly, oh, no, you don't no, do no, that. Not at all. Not at all. It's under 12's footy. Yeah, it's it's all about teaching kids how to play. Yeah, parents, and well, coaches having, generally having, get carried away thinking about their own. Yeah, oh, we were doing so huddles last year on kick-ins and all that sort of stuff, and you're going too hard. Having heard the Tim Davis manifesto, there, <laughs> are you at all worried that you're developing a, a generation of timid uh, footballers, not kicking into the corridor? Oh well, there's hugging a time. the wings. There's, no, there's a time and a place, and 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 we'll always say to the boys, if somebody does get free and there's a guy that's thirty meters on his own in the corridor, use him. Mm. You you, you got to have, and the same thing with the kick-in. Yeah, we always say kick long and wide, but. We, we will always introduce, you know, if you can get one bloke free in the corridor and no one's going to man him up. Because ultimately, if they see that we're pushing wide and it leaves the corridor open, well, for the right kid, yeah. you either run straight up the guts or kick it up the guts. Some kids at that age, it's a good age though, because some kids just get it. Oh, totally. And you just sit there going, how do you know what to do? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. Let us do. For, for what it's worth, the very last one, and I said we're yeah. going to do the last, I've got a kid that was playing in my team, and because we're going to switch to three three teams now, I'm actually going to lose this kid. Oh, we've lost him in the draft. His name's Jack. He's the Adam Banks. Draft. He's the Adam Banks of the, the Jack, Mighty Ducks. Well, he's tall, he's, he, he's, and he just reads the play well, and he takes a great mark, left footer. Anyway, there was a bit of play where another kid uh, is chasing a guy into space out to the wing, and the, his opponent gets the ball, turns quickly... And my boy Josh is sort of stuck behind him. This kid turns, and he runs and takes two bounces up the wing, and it's just like this, very little in front of this space galore. And this boy Jack, and as I said, I love watching this kid Jack play. He went him at centre half back, and he's peeled off his man, charged across to, to to try and come on the angle to this guy running up the wing. And the kid, as he's taken his second bounce, Jack's just gone him, <laughs> and he's crash tackled this kid, diving tackled. 
and uh, two was, weeks. Well, this the, as he did, I thought this that's the best tackle I have ever seen, mm. and just after he's better done, than Fraser Browns in the ninety nine. Well, was, you know the time time and a place. Mm. And I thought, oh, my God, this umpire is going to play like rough play or something like that. Because he took him front on. So it wasn't in the back. It wasn't high. Tackled him around the waist. And he just he just nailed him. I mean, the kid might walk again. You know, we're just waiting <laughs> to see. But, but credit to the umpire. He paid holding the ball. Jack got his kick. and yeah. Jack got his kick, turned it over, and the opposition still No, 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 no. Jack's good. Jack's good. Kicked it That's long good. down the wing. But, um, yeah, very enjoyable. Very, very rewarding. Yeah, us and the listeners posted. Well, I look forward to hearing the, more uh, about that. Coach Davis. From a team that's well coached to one that is, I don't know, is it well coached? We've got to talk about the Blues. Well, are we allowed to debate that? Because some people get very sensitive. Some people, this is the problem in this day and age, people measure their support, especially online, yep. by how positive they are. Yeah. So you can't dare come out and criticise a player or an official or the game plan or whatever. It's just patient, be patient, you know, we're going to get there, blah, blah. You sit there going, well... I've been fucking patient. Stuff's got to start happening. But how do you know when your coach is coaching well? And don't say when you're winning, because a bloke can be winning and not coaching well as well. I think a part of it for me, the really disappointing thing is, and, and Tim chimed in on a tweet, um, which was uh, which was good today. Someone put out a message saying, uh, on a scale of 0 to 10, how would you rate our list against Gold Coasts? 5 being even, you know, 0 being awful, and 10 being much better by comparison. I thought we were comfortably eight. Yeah. And Tim said nine and a half given, which is fair enough given uh, Rankins are not out there. Um, ben King's... Ben King? Ben King. Ben yeah. King's not out there. And there was one more you said. Well, oh, they've we lost. said Lukosius wasn't well. playing. And uh, so who have they lost? Uh, the Lynch and May oh, Lynch out there. Lynch and, uh, and May. Yeah. And you sit there going, yeah, that's absolutely fair enough. We should be beating the Gold Coast. Absolutely. But we had, we had them on halfway through the second quarter. The game was over. No, that's like, the thing though. It wasn't. No, no. And it should have been. Well, it should have, yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't so, start great. We didn't get on the scoreboard early. Gold Coast got their three goals. I mean, they only kicked eight for the game, so they only kicked five more after three-quarter time. And once we got control of the game and Mitch time. McGovern really stamped his authority on the game, mm-hmm. uh, once we were moving, at that point, I looked at it and I thought, this game is over. And that's like, the thing. We're a class above this model. For me, the frustrating, the most frustrating thing is, and it becomes apparent, the, the line out of the club this week... Um, Judd said it on Footy Classified. I heard Jacob Wiedering talking about it on an SEN. Uh, Bolton, I think, said it post-match. is about connection between midfield and forward. And I, I watch the game and I think to my, I just go, the four rounds I've had thus far, we panic when we have to attack. Yep. Yeah, we're, I think we're a naturally defensive team. But I think that's because that's the way we're being coached. I think that we mm. are very attacking-minded players who, like there was a couple of moments, we, the, the thing that was spoken about at length, Michael Gibbons. Why were we putting the ball on his head repeatedly? That's structure. That's well, structure. The bloke with the ball that looks up and goes, "What have I got to?" But kick you can to? make that error once. You can make oh, it twice. Totally. Totally. But some, there's a. I know there's no more runners, but fuck, goals get kicked. There's intervals within the game. But are you blaming the bloke with the ball, or are you blaming your forwards for not structuring up in a way to have an option available for when Knackers looks up? To, to, to be the option. Like a couple in, of times it was the wrong option because there was a lead to the pocket. Yep. But yep. why is a bloke leading to the pocket? Totally. It'd be interesting actually without seeing the behind the goals footage. Medium forward as well. That should have been a medium sized forward. A jack perhaps? Absolutely. Allowing a, a taller forward whereas if Michael Gibbons is on the, on the lead with someone on him even if you kick to him in the pocket it's the same thing. Yeah. And, and look realistically we all 
complained saying if you've got four tall forwards, at least one of them has got to be down there. The reality is when you go in with four tall forwards, realistically, one of them's probably on the bench at all times. Not the same one, but did, just did one we of play, the four. Did we play four talls? Well, one Which, of them was chop out. Levi was chopping out the ruck. Okay. Yep. So if Levi... I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying either Harry or Charlie or Mitch should have been dropped. But we play because we're so worried about the rucks. We've been flogged. We've been absolutely and, and flogged. And Gold Coast were leading the competition in here. And prior Jared last Witts week has too. been dominant. Yep. Has our fear of getting smashed again in the ruck forced us to play four forwards and then everything else is just unbalanced? Maybe. Absolutely. Like, is that a reasonable correction for the fear of what might happen, especially when Phillips didn't losses, come up from injury? It's two losses in a row to Gold Coast on the back of what I would say are selection decisions due to the ruck. Now, last year in round yeah. two, I think... Cruz you also got beaten by eight goals in that game. Like, we, I, I take we your point. so unbalanced. But no, but I can, I can handle that. so See, unbalanced When, when the Gold Coast have, for lack of a better word, surprised us in previous meetings, it's been on the back of... Fair play, Tom Lynch kicks eight goals. Spot on. And you sit there and go, well, fuck, he's kicked eight goals. Yep. He's just been the difference. He's yep. been too good for us on the day. Whereas on, what day was it? Sunday night, Sunday afternoon? Sunday Arvo. Sunday yeah. Arvo, like, the, the, the club came under a bit of fire and Kane Corns came under a bit of fire for the old chestnut. Oh, they don't know how to win. We don't know how to win. I don't. We, I agree. And and I said to <laughs> you guys to in the text message at three-quarter time, I'd, I'd back Carlton to win by 16 points or more, taking the minus 15 and a half line. And I said, I don't even care if the bet doesn't get up, but we have to win this game. And the whole time you're watching it, and you just, you kind of felt like you're waiting for the Titanic to hit yeah, the iceberg. Yeah, we, we, you what's we it were always going to. You just felt like you were always going to lose that game. And I've always said, when we win, we win by six goals. Like we'll have put it away so early, but we wouldn't there. be able to lose. I'm not going to hang this bloke, and I'm going to start. I'm going to preface it by saying, definitely not going to hang him. I love him, and his project. People bagging him in the media, Paddy Dow. People bagging him in the media. This kid's early into his second year of his football. Absolutely. Calm the fuck down. The fact that he and Harry got singled out, Harry missed an entire year, then Bolts refused yeah, to play Yeah, but that was Damien Barrett saying who hasn't developed and tried to put Harry Mackay in there and just got yeah, shut even, down immediately it, it, by Chris Judd. So that, that's the dumbest comment. I'm gonna, I mean, the week before, they said he set a record for the most contested marks in the first three, three weeks since yeah. 1999. And let's not forget, I think Paddy Dow's um, first three weeks have been... Really good. The mm. best bits and what he does really well is hard to yeah. do. To win contests, to break away from clearances Absolutely. is a really hard skill in AFL to be able to harness, and he's got it in spades. Third quarter. Now, I'm, this, uh, we've prefaced it. I'm not bagging Paddy Dale. No, no. We love the kid. Improvement. He's right. a 19-year-old kid. Right, he's a star. And what he did last year against the Suns... Put was our second best goal all, of the year. Put firmly in all Carlton's quarters. First one's down at Shalom. going to be a jet. He was involved in as well. Third quarter, tap to him. Now, the tap was nice. Beautiful. Gather was even better. Yep. And his speed, he put 15 yards. Now, I don't know if this is overcoaching, not enough coaching, not enough confidence in his own ability. He runs to 50. Kick the goal. Either fucking dri- And if he has a shot and he misses it, I'm not, I'm not upset. Agreed. He goes to hit up the leading forward. Also, an, an all right decision, misses it. Misses him by an absolute country mile. He nails that goal. We're four goals up, about 23, 24 points. It's game over. Not only is it game over, we pull away. We you pull probably away. win by eight. Yeah. And, and there are moments in the game, and everyone's going to go to the end and 
Mitch McGovern oh. not getting on the line and all this. We didn't tie it up. What you do in the first quarter semantics, is just as, much, just as important as what you do in the last two minutes of a game. And in the second quarter, when there was a similar clearance and SPS got away, he nailed Mitch McGovern on a lead mm. with one of the best passes inside 50 you will ever see it's in your life. a great start to that second quarter. It we was. came out breathing fire. And, and, and that's the thing, having, having accumulated talent over the last few years, when we get the ball in those dangerous positions, we should have guys that have got great skill, um, passing to guys with great confidence in the guy with the footy that he's going to get it where he needs to get it. And then you take care of business thereafter, which McGovern was doing yeah. and probably would have done in that third quarter if he if he gets the pass from Dow um, and, 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 and all his roses. Like, to, be, to be devil's advocate, and you've touched on it there, we're currently playing with a lot of pieces in very key positions that are absolutely learning on the job. And I think that maybe me included, sometimes you get a bit wrapped up in it, you expect too much for where they are but you look at a guy like people are having a some people are having a bit of a crack at uh, Samo and you sit there and go what's his third year he's yep. playing in a really strong team someone's I think it was Matty Walsh most of the numbers he's getting plenty of the footy you know, no, Paddy his numbers Dow, this year are better than they were the yeah. previous two but years but Paddy Dow Paddy Dow's had a really really good start to the year he misses two targets one on the lead and then obviously the set shot a little bit later and all of a sudden got to drop him Sitting there going, oh, you don't drop him. It's he's just but he's sitting there going, his yeah. first three games have been yeah. really, really encouraging. You know, Setterfield's played two games before joining the club, coming yep. off a knee reconstruction. Unfortunately, he'll miss. But I don't think it's a bad thing that I. No, no, no. But the point I'm making is that he'll miss is fine. But the point I'm making is we've got all these guys. Harry's one of them as well. Charlie's one of them as well. Who are all figuring it out at the same time. Yep. And we're needing them to be at a level, you know, in terms of their poise. Yep. And in terms of their uh, delivery, if you will. That just at the moment they're not going to consistently reach. If you know Charlie Kerno was help? playing footy the way that he was playing this time last year, we've probably won minimum two of our four, if not mm. potentially all four. Literally, literally all four games we could have won with Charlie Kerno playing and in form. A bit out of sorts. But but as you say, he's at, he had a bad game against Richmond. He looked underdone in the JLT, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. You know, you, you you don't expect. I mean, if you come out breathing fire, that's fantastic. But the season is long. His career is going to be long. I'm more than patient with Charlie. He looked good against Port Adelaide. He took almost took a mark early that wasn't paid. Was looking like he was involved in the game, oh, and then what, very early Sean, he's got hands. His hands have been replaced with two wooden blocks. <laughs> <laughs> he, he dropped one on Sunday, which was just on the wing. Yep, yep. When he led up to it, and you just went, mate. Yeah, but. He's a confidence footballer, and and he actually, when you watch him, he doesn't think. He doesn't look. He does a lot of things very instinctively, yeah. and I think when he's confident and everything's flowing, it It'll, just happens. It's yeah. very organic with Charlie, yeah. and now he's probably overthinking it, and him overthinking. Uh, if he's a confidence player, I don't know if we're the right environment. Well, just at the moment, no, you're right. Absolutely. What, what right. I found in this week's game, specifically as well, Harry's been dominant for three weeks. Yep. Harry was taking contested marks leading up onto the wing. Now, that was Charlie all, all game against the Gold Coast. Yep. Did we miss a trick by not, you know, Charlie being back in the side, did that curtail Harry's influence? And I think Charlie's a guy too with his size just at the moment. I thought Harry was desperately unlucky on a few occasions, mashed up against the bigger man, Collins, where he was manhandled. And oh, there should have been a couple rewarded. of cheap throws given to him. And I then fortunately... Thought. As it works out, he has a handful of uh, Collins jumper laid on, takes a really strong mark. Oh, sorry, Harry, that's it's actually a free kick against you, and you don't but, get. But the free kick was against Cripps, though, wasn't it? I thought it was against um, 
Harry. Well, when you look at it, Cripps has his arms oh, around mate. the bloke. And, and, mm. and I had this argument with somebody on Twitter and they sort of said, um, oh, you look at the stats and it says that Cripps didn't concede a free kick. And it's sort of like, well, okay, look, I saw what I saw. Mm. And, I thought it was against it, Harry. But, but, but I don't know what Harry did wrong. That's what I mean. They were grappling with each other. Yeah. And he's just picked it. It's a shocking decision. And anyway, taking a clay mark. Yeah. You sit there and go, with Charlie's a bit bigger at this stage in terms of just physically can plant himself. I think he's the sort who will actually uh, win more free kicks. Defenders will get worried and wrap up. What's well, what he did if at, he's in, deep. in the Sydney game. Yeah, they panicked a lot. They'll panic they? and they'll grab him. But um, I think the, the big question for me coming out of the game simply is something that the club has to address internally. They would have, mark my words, they would have done this over the last two or three days. The question has to come first of Silvani, and that question is, you're in charge of the list build. How is that tracking? And then the follow-up question is, and both of them have very damning answers, either way you cut it. Either the list needs more time and isn't where we needed it to be at this stage, or it should be doing better. I think I think the list build was very aggressive and and... And we've always said it, and I don't, I don't want to be the bloke that's making excuses all the time and being yeah. the, the, the cup half full, because sometimes you do have to take a critical look at it. But when when your your aggressive rebuild is coupled with losing Sam Doherty two years in a row, who who is one of he legitimately is one of your best players, and and not having him there just doesn't help because if you got Sam Doherty in that back line on Sunday, it's just another smart head. Mm. And and well, you, know, you put Doc, you put Doc, and well, take out O'Brien, yep. and put Bryce Gibbs back in there. Yep, right. Who was dropped on the weekend? Um, and it's just so much. It's more such so much more stable, so much more mature. Yeah. So, but but look, and again, from the aggressive rebuild perspective, um, I really like the individuals that are and there, that's, and that's the frustrating thing. I totally, totally agree. And I like the glut of talent that we've. We seem to be under underperforming relevant to like you know that, the sum of our parts. Yeah, absolutely. You sit there going, you feel like we should have beaten Sydney. Yeah, I we agree. Absolutely should have beaten Gold Coast. Yep. And you sit there at zero and four, and you start to go, we're not benchmarking ourselves against you know other teams that have started three and one. You know, sprung a bit of surprise in St Kilda. I mean, each of is it true that each of St Kilda like Gold Coast, each of their wins have been by under a kick. Yes. And you go well, that's. You could be old luck. Four. You could be old for. And look for yeah. us. For us, I think the two the two most important words for us right now are belief, mm-hmm. belief in yourselves, belief in the program. And that's why they need. That feels like you need the win to be able to say we're yeah. there. We're there. We're here. We. And and I was thinking about this in the car coming here. For three years, we've gone to the footy expecting to lose, thinking if we get close, it'd be nice. Mm. And we all said this year. All we want to do is compete. We're now competing. We should be happy, but we've gotten so close. When where supporters who are used to winning in the past are going, we want to win now. And you need the circuit breaker. You need the win because off the field, the club has done an extraordinary job to cultivate a sense of positivity, yep. which the fans have actually taken to. Absolutely. And you see, and the going, fans are driving it. As much on. as the club is doing. It's, it's but the to, club has pitched to the it. Fans. The club has pitched yeah. it, and the fans have just taken it on board and yeah. run with it. And you go, 
that's a great position to be in for a club that won two games last year. And we've all heard the stat in our three from 37, and I think it's 15 from 70 under Bolton or something. But also, that three from 37 annoys the shit out of me because it's selective. Well, we won won four of our six games prior to that last win. So we're actually seven of. 43, just give the whole which isn't great, but yeah. 3 of 37 is damning. Yeah. And you're going, just give the selective stats. there give just the because... Give the stats for the full three seasons. Totally. Don't give the totally. fucking No, no I agree, stats but there's that... that but but the media it. love to kick us, and, and that's fine. You know, let them. We're even saying the media were starting to turn a little bit early because they knew... The new, we, they knew the advance was coming and they didn't want to be the well, ones that were laying in the boots and all of a sudden, oh, fuck, they're good again. But having said that... There's the still actual... a couple of people sticking fat. People are turning already. Sorry, Sean. But people are turning already... Sinking the boots in, they've gone early. It's not going to work. Uh, it's, right? it's it's and it's going to be so short lived. Rusted yeah. on people, and I we all hope that the payoff is there for people like David King, who are from day one said they're right. Yep. Wayne Carey's been a believer. Nick yep. Revolt's been a believer. Um, I was saying before the two words that the, the second word is trust, mm. and it's trust that your teammate's going to win that contest, so you don't have to get dragged into it, and you can be the next overlap the next handball and all that sort of stuff yeah. and yeah and look and, and it wasn't a trust issue on the weekend coach davis's uh game plan at beverly hills uh under 12s would have seen paddy dow give the handball out to he would have zach fisher out on the wing he would have just instinctively known because it, again it's the it even if yeah, you that's, if that's, you miss if you miss you can defend from there you miss in the corridor pace oh, that's absolutely. in traffic absolutely oh, i have no issues with paddy dow making that it was the wrong decision yep but you rewatch that and you coach that and you say Paddy, there. Yep. The one where he runs to fifty, mate. You got no one on your tail. Yep. It's just, it's just you have a you shot. You failed in your execution. You, yeah. So yeah. that's well. This weekend we could potentially welcome back a couple of um, handy additions. There's a little bit of word going around that Williamson and McCready will play. They're going to play twos. The Northern Blues. Yep. Who um, is that? Victoria Park. It is Victoria Park. I'll probably go down and have a look. Yeah, I'm thinking I might get there if yeah. On what day? Saturday. Saturday, one o'clock. I think it's one one ten. Um, I think last it is. time I went to watch the twos was for the Jeremy Laidler. The Jeremy Laidler return match. Footscray. I don't know. We're just pissing down at at. That was at Optus. Yeah, but it was against Footscray, wasn't it? Princess Park. Um. Yeah. I, just, I was. He was wrestling with Will Minson in the oh, goal square, right. then Pop, popped his popped neck. the kneecap again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, those guys. Oh, I really liked what I saw from McCready very early on. So did I. And then he just disappeared. Obviously, injury and whatnot. And then obviously Williamson is, he he's he's. His legend has grown in, in his absence, but yeah. he was looking like a really capable footballer. And you sit there and go, particularly in Williamson's case, has really something that we don't have, which is really good run and a raking left foot. And a bit of aggro. Got a too. bit of aggro about him. But from all reports, Andrew Russell's got them. They're not coming back through the twos. They are hitting the twos flying. Apparently, this oh, is the, the, the block the of training, training block yep. is so that when they get into the twos, they are ready for twos. The twos is a more of a match practice tune-up, whereas is is specified with Darcy Lang. Darcy Lang's in the twos, actually, to improve fitness as well. But Darcy Lang's not ready to play. Yep, but he's going back through the twos. Whereas Williamson and McCready have had awesome training blocks. They're playing to get football. Leaping uh, forward somewhat in terms of this weekend. This weekend, on paper, it's an actual. It's a really interesting match for us because we. This is another game that we can win. Well, what what can Western Bulldogs score on Carlton? But the Bulldogs, but the Bulldogs, to their credit, they're kind of exactly what we're not in that they look reasonably well drilled. 
They look like they follow instructions. They look like you watch them play and you go, yeah, you got to, yeah, we can see what you're trying to do there. Can they kick goals? Well, we can't. No, but can they? We average 60 points a match. Can they kick goals? Fucking better than we can. Well, I, I, you just look at it and you go, like, absolutely agree. Yeah, you sit there and you always sort of go, to win this game, we've got to be able to kick X number of goals. And that's been our downfall for so long. But I look at the Bulldogs and go, with the form that Weedering and... And they don't really have a tall, but with the form that Weedering and Jones are in... Um, if we can put pressure on their midfield and make it hard for them to get it inside 50, I, I really worry for the Bulldogs that they can that they can kick 10 goals against us. Question, the only challenge is, can put, we kick 11? They'll put Bond and Pally forward. Question followed by a statement. Question. Are the media patronising Liam Jones in the same way they did with Satanta, that when he does things right, they're still... Even when they praise him, they praise him with the, that element of... They're a bit gobsmacked that this player that we saw three years ago... He's legitimately a very, very good AFL fullback now. Yeah, if he played for... He's proven, he's proven it over too many games to be saying, oh, the experiment, the experiment. It's not an experiment. He's top five fullback in the competition he, right now. If, he was if, playing, not, flying, if not even flying. closer to the point you're in. If he was playing for Hawthorne, Clark would be a genius. Oh, totally. If he was, right. you know, totally. Say, baby God, he's an absolute genius. Yeah. Oh, no, Clark, without a doubt. you've done it again. Yeah. As a modern fullback, the athleticism, his closing down speed. I, I tip my lid. I tipped my lid to him last year. No, you shit last year. No, no, I said to him. He was okay last year, he but he tried to do too much. On, he tried to do too much. He tried to do his position. The second half of 17 was when he was unbelievable and he yeah. was doing everything. And then last year, he tried to I do too much. To co- because we had so many injuries down yeah. back, he tried to cover everything. He tried to cover everything, he tried to intercept. He's rather now he's playing his role, and now that weathering is so reliable oh, and reading it so well and rebounding so well. Going. Oh fuck with fucking yeah. hell! Yeah, yeah, deal. That was my question, my statement. We'll win by fifty. <laughs> Bulldogs win Bonner by fifty. Everybody, we're going to win by. 50. Well, you better put on cash for Crohn's then. I want Carlton minus thirty nine and a half. What odds can you get? I'll look it up. We'll check that out yeah. later. Um, well, that was a robust. Is Cruiser going to come back this week? Oh, I, I would imagine we so. The, uh, we avoided the Ken Bolton coach, which I thought would have been funny because Sean Glass half empty, Peter Budge versus Tim Glass, pretty not half half full, always to the brim. <laughs> Three glasses, <laughs> <laughs> always to the brim. Davis, um, Sam Walsh resigned today. Did he? Signed for an extension of two years to keep him at Carlton till the end of 2022. Sunday was the, the first game, the first game in which I personally sort of bought, not bought into the right, wrong word, I thought his first three weeks were fine. And yep. I went, yeah, good, now he's doing some good things, no yep. problem. I thought the um, the exuberance around his first three weeks was a bit over the top. A bit premature, I, I, I thought, agree. I thought, look, no, 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 not a problem in the world with the he's, he's doing a good job. But I, I thought on Sunday was the first time he'd actually deserved the hype. Yeah. In terms of the oh, post really damaging Sunday, his and football, his yeah. football, not just his running, stood out yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, do you know? Do you know? Love the most third gamer in those first three weeks. He was more than he's serviceable. Good. Yeah. Very good. No, he's good. I'm just saying, but the hype that people will people you know, looked like they were teasing a, a positive out of a negative yeah. result. Whereas this was legit. This was a legitimately was really legit. top. And he's now kicked two goals in two consecutive weeks from set shots, and he's doing stuff that early in in his career that Gibbs never did, Dow didn't do, 
and Setterfield hasn't done yet. Yep. And even Cripper early in his career wasn't kicking set shots yep. when he was good enough that he should and could could and should have been. Yeah, just, sorry, just backtracking on a Dow for a moment. You know what I find really funny? It's like he's no worse a set shot than Cripps was. Oh, I agree. At the, the early point. And we actually we know that that particular part of his game is the deficiency. So when it happened on Sunday, I was sort of sitting there going, yeah, but this isn't something that we don't know. No, but then in that situation, you go, you've taken a guy with pick three in the draft, you've got a goal that needs to be kicked, you're supposed to be an elite talent. They're the goals. They're the, the shots for goal that you want in the hands of your most talented oh, footballers. No. I think he'll get there. I, I have no doubt that he will get there, but they're the opportunities to be able to galvanise the belief and the trust and all that sort of stuff that we've been talking about for players, for coaches, for supporters. Um, Harry Himmelberg... The mark that he took against Geelong on the Ooh, weekend, really well. I think he was already there. I think he'd proven he was a very, very good footballer. But in in a game where you've lost your captain with Cal Ward going down with the ACL, you were six points down. You needed something to really help. Like They had all the momentum, but the moment he took that mark, you thought there is no chance this team is not going to win this game because yeah. they were just they were walking that tall. And they're the little contributions that we need to start getting from our, our, our footy players. Mackay has shown that he can... Take a mark, kick the goal. McGovern's given us the the, the glimpses up forward yep. of exactly how smart and talented and clean he is. Do the players have then? Well, we'll dovetail back around. I was going to slap the Jets down because Fabian's apparently we don't have the balls to talk about it. We'll talk about it on the coaching thing. Do the players have the confidence then? It's an interesting segue to seize that moment and sit there and go whether it's Cripps had his set shot late in the game and you could sort of see he was burdened a little bit. He was going back and thought, fuck, i got to kick this. Well, he knew. He made sure and of it. Made but, sure he, it. but you could tell that it was, he was, like, he was labouring under it. it. Not labouring, but he was. He could he was feel conscious. the pressure. He yeah, was conscious. conscious of the moment. Yeah. Do we have, at the moment, do we have a, enough, um, or the young players given enough confidence to seize those moments? Paddy Dow runs to 50. Does he have enough confidence from the coaching group to go, fucking Paddy, set sail, mate. Mm. There's same thing for a guy like Samo, same thing for a guy like Charlie. But is that something that comes from your coach or does it come from your mate on the field? I think if you're – I think if well, potentially – When Mark whole, Murphy comes over, you just say, Paddy, kick go. a goal. That's what just I mean. Just nail it. That, that's the own thing it. we sit there going, own, club own the moment. Do we have enough confidence coming through the team? It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. Nobody wants to sit there and go, like Cripps does it every week, but go – this is this is we're going. Animal. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're reasonable comments. Is that oh, a pro- is that a product of your coaching? Maybe. I think if you've Does got a really young team, the coach team. has to intervene and say you are good enough. You know, yeah. show, show the package hey, of which, shots for goal that you kicked as an under eighteen or for school footy or whatever. We've and going, spoken about you've kicked it there, kick it here. We've spoken about a guy that didn't play on the weekends, unfortunately injured at the moment. David Cunningham was our best player in the preseason. Has the ability to play AFL football. Totally. I think he lacks the belief. But he worked on that in the preseason. He Absolutely. looked like a player that suddenly decided, go, decided he was going to own his It feels talent. like we need to go on a fucking leading team's retreat and just sit on the bus and just fucking chant, I am good enough. Yeah. Because, like, we've got a lot of guys... <laughs> As opposed to listening to the Richmond theme song. Because <laughs> we've got a lot of guys... We've got a lot of guys with a lot of ability yep. who just at the moment um, don't look like they feel emboldened enough. We need to blossom. To go, fuck, where's... Um, this we is, need to blossom. That's why it's the blossom shackles time. are going to come off. Fitty! <laughs> Fitty! Okay. Uh, we're going to go to AFL proper now. We start uh, tomorrow night, the Lions and the Magpies up at the Gabba. Um, we won't sort of labour on these for too long. I'm going to tip 
Brisbane in this one. I think Brisbane will uh, will win this one comfortably. It won't even be close, Collingwood. Collingwood. Oh, he's pulled one back. Um, <laughs> he's pulled one back. <laughs> just just as a just as a tip at the moment. You're the, referring to tips. The rundown. Um, Fab leads on 18 after four rounds. I'm on 16. Timbo on 11. Stinky as we're going to take the cash for crones out of Tim's hands. Like a you're kiss tipping, of death would be better. And, yeah, off. and, and your betting has been shit. For it's been a shock. Did you see, very elegant when the AJC Oaks on the weekend. I didn't. Mm. Um, Friday, we've got obviously two games, being the uh, Good Friday, yep. which just means that Saturday becomes oh, Saturday's actually not too bad. They're, they're stacked one after the other, but you know you feel like you're missing a game because there's a game on Monday, so it yep. feels like you're one short. Yep. Um, Friday, uh, North and the Bombers at Marvel um, in the third running of the Good Friday game and the third different set of opponents. Good to see they've finally settled on giving another marquee game to the Bombers. Um, I think the Bombers win this one. I think, yeah. Everything that I, I didn't watch a lot of the Adelaide North Melbourne game, but a lot of people were saying it was a really horrid game to it wasn't watch. Great. Yeah. And, and obviously, it was the MCG and they got the right weather and they came out all guns blazing. But you, you've got to, as much as I'd like to see Essendon be ordinary, um, what they've put together in the last two weeks, I think I think they're sort of back close to their best. So you've got to go the Bombers. Fair. The only issue, I'm going to go Bombers as well, but the smaller confines of Marvel Stadium they've their wins have come off the back of this ballistic run they've played the same way since Matty Knights I love it and everyone just thinks that like these new coaches are coming in and changing they've played the same way for 10 years more it's laughable their best footy is the same footy it's just the same footy they come in and and it doesn't work (laughs) it doesn't work (laughs) it doesn't work when it comes to finals you you can win they are are Carlton in the Ratten era they don't have a plan B no, well, plan right. A works. They look phenomenal. When they're Our fast, plan A worked, yeah. yeah, we look great. When we played Hawthorne and Collingwood of those 2010, 2011 era, they killed us. We we were we ended up well, we got fifth half a game off top four in two thousand eleven, but we were nowhere near. Which we dropped because we took boys. the Eagles lightly at Eddie hadn't dropped. We rested a bunch of guys and the so Eagles rolled Nat us. Nui posted um, Brett Thornton. Brett Thornton. Yep. yep. So you're tipping Eagles? Uh, sorry, Essendon. Uh, the next one, obviously, Eagles and Port Adelaide is the, the later game on Good Friday. Oh, another one of Tim's teams. At uh, Optus, it's called, isn't it? Optus. Um, I think the Eagles will win this. Eagles. I'd love to pick Port, but I, I, I the all season, I will not pick against West Coast at Optus Stadium on principle. I'll probably fucking lose, you know. No, no. Yeah. Well, if I've tipped them, they will. There goes Andrew Gafgarn, too. Yeah, two games back, it's... yeah. He's a good player. Yep, very, no very, very good player. On Saturday, things kick off up at uh, Giants Stadium. The Giants host the Dockers. Uh, Giants were unbelievable last week. Uh, I did tip them, um, just FYI, and I was called crazy for doing that. So, Well, they'd never beaten Geelong at Geelong, so I was happy to stick with history. But I, I, will, time was I will be right. with you this week on GWS. Yeah, I think that the Might Giants... want to gloat uh, when you're in the top of the tipping ladder. Sure. I think that the Giants will get this one done. I if, think that Giants don't struggle to score in this whole thing that, you know, scoring's gone. I think this is... The, this could be a shellacking. And the Dockers, be. you don't really know what you're going to get at the moment. Jesse Hogan's given them donuts. Yeah, it's not great. I've never oh. really rated. He's a big kid. He's a big kid playing juniors, and he dominated playing juniors because he's a big kid. Hmm. As soon as I saw him play, um, it was against the Northern Blues when he had that year at Casey. That's right. And I was looking, and I was like, yeah, he's a big he's a big, big boy. And he was playing on Matty Watson, and like he was could easily go toe-to-toe with him for size. And you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's encouraging because he's ready to play. But... As soon as he got the ball about further than about 20 metres out, I just went, this guy can't kick. Yeah. 
Because it's juniors, always been his problem. Because in juniors, you would have been taking marks in the goal, goal square. Which Levi did too. Mm. Would have been Levi going, had kicked 50 goals in the TAC, but everyone was from the top Levi's of the square. Hands. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, but no, very, very good credit to uh, GWS last week. Um, we like them. Yeah. We do like them. Yeah, playing um, good footy. Melbourne and St Kilda's next cab off the rank. It's another belting coming up. Hard one to... No, like, it, it'll click. You would think Melbourne. I will, I will go Melbourne, yeah. It's at yeah. the MCG. It's a, and it's a click. must win. Yeah, it'll click. This could be a belting. I think that we said it earlier. This is the round where everything starts to open up and this whole scoring debate just goes to shit. Melbourne Melbourne will kick 120 points. I think uh, yeah, I think the Saints, it's, it could all unravel very quickly. When they start playing decent teams. Um, speaking of unravelling quickly, um, Sydney, they travel down to play uh, Richmond. Yep. Still without a couple of big guns, although Dusty will come back. Why are Richmond playing home games at Marvel? Uh, I think occasionally they'll do, against an interstate team, they'll do Marvel. Okay. Um, Haven't they got like 75,000, 80,000 members? Yeah, but none of them, no, not like all them. of those turn up. Um, who do we think? I think Richmond win this pretty Richmond easily. easily. I'll go Sydney. Because why not? Um, kudos to Jack Grimes. That was phenomenal. He did play well. Dylan? Dylan Grimes. Who's Jack Grimes? He's His brother. Melbourne. His brother. Melbourne. Captain. 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 Yeah. He was um, crawled by injury, the poor bastard. Crawled yeah. by becoming captain at like 20. Good decision, though. Was he co-captain with uh, the other guy? Got called Jack Tringer. Fucking hell. Couldn't, they couldn't ca- catch a... What are they called? Catch Copper a trick. Copper trick? Yeah. Is that whatever. a saying? Yep. Shot his bolt. Yeah, shot. Um, Sunday's shot first bolt. game, we're in action against the Western Bulldogs at Marvel Stadium. I reckon the Bulldogs win this one. I, I have to tip the Bulldogs. Carlton by 50. I'm happy to lose my tip. I'm happy to be wrong. Yeah. But at the moment, they've got to show me Can something. Can I tell you a Carlton Bulldogs tip that you're happy to be wrong? This was years ago. Remember, we went through our first shotful era. This would have been about 2006, 2007. And we played the Bulldogs on a Saturday night. Or it could have been a Sunday. No, oh, it was a Sunday. Was this when we were nine goals up? And we were rubbish. And I just put, I loaded up and I put $100 on the Bulldogs. And we won. <laughs> was it, was that, it's like our third win or second was win. Was that the, the game when we were dead set nine goals up or something ludicrous and we only just hung on? Hung on. I believe it could be, yeah. Wow. Um, so, uh, we've spoken about us. Can't I remember the game. Um, the Crows entertain our re- most recent conquerors on Sunday afternoon, and you know what the most galling thing is: the Crows will annihilate the Suns. They probably will, but if they don't, then the wheels are fully off at the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, I'm on the Crows, but desperately hoping at every single juncture that they fall at the hurdle. Mm. Sexton, Sexton looks like a player. Adelaide. Yep. And then lastly, um, the annual Easter Monday Hawthorne host Geelong. Um, I'm torn, Geelong I'm torn on, will I'm, flog I'm torn them. On this one, I don't. Geelong will flog them. Could win by 10 goals. Hawthorne. Hawthorne, the best coach side in the AFL. I'm going um, to go Geelong. Just looking at these tips here, I could take the lead. You could also be five behind. <laughs> It's going to all kick in gear tomorrow. Or maybe double point, <laughs> double figures behind. <laughs> it could be. Uh, yeah, so that's it uh, for, for the football for uh, this weekend. Um, we're going to move on now to, I think it's the World Games next uh, cab off the rank. If I get my little run sheet up here, just whilst I expertly stall for time. Um, yeah, Champions League obviously kicked back in action uh, last week and then again this week. Uh, Barcelona, just like, I don't I'm just too good for Manchester United. There's no more dissection needed, really. They were just far too good and won 4-0 on aggregate, uh, including a 3-0 win um, 
this morning. And then probably the biggest shock really was Ajax just keep on keeping on. We thought they were absolutely tremendous in knocking out Real Madrid and then they went one better and have knocked out uh, Juve, Juve by beating them at home. You said they were going to win it. Yeah, no, Juve might, might tip to win it. They, they, they probably won't win it everything, now. They, they <laughs> probably can't anymore, but um, everything was built for the Champions League. The yep. recruit of Ronaldo, they didn't need Ronaldo to win the Serie A. You know, Sean could lead the line for Juve and still win the Serie A. Shout out to Daniel Pistoninzi, Napoli supporter, who they keep watching these games, these, you know, these Napoli, Juve, or other games where Juve could drop points. Juve, it's it's formality the Serie A at the moment. Did it's Juve, kind of like League On. Did Juve lose on the weekend? Uh, obviously, I've... Oh, no, maybe it might have been Barca. My, my, uh, no, no, Barca did lose. Yeah. PSG got absolutely walloped. Yeah. It's like 5-1. Did they play the youth squad, did they? So, um, why would they be playing the youth squad? Not saving, for, not saving them for the Champions League. So. Um, but no, they, no, they, they are. Really they are, are they? What I want to PSG, say... PSG, yeah. we knocked them out. United knocked oh, them we out. We did, did we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> just with United quickly, there, there was some a stat that I saw this morning and I thought, well, that's all you need to know. Four of United's back five this morning that yeah. went to the new camp Played when we failed to beat Basel, Basel. in 2011 yeah. to get out of the group. So wow. four Smalling. of the back five that couldn't beat Basel away to get I, out of the so group Smalling stage ago. eight years Smalling ago. Smalling, Jones and... Young. Young. Now, I've, so where is the advance, the growth, the, the build? And that's because you sit there going, it's such an obvious deficiency. Yeah. It's so obvious. Yet, in those eight years, we've spent a lot of money... On names and... But if you look at the right-hand side, you look at it and you go, um, would we not have been better off, given the way things have gone, keeping Memphis? Yeah, absolutely. Daily Blind plays for Ajax. He's been superb for Ajax this yeah. season. Yeah. We refuse to play him yeah. left left back or the base uh, of Jose the Jose said when he joined the club that they sold a lot of players that he wouldn't have sold. Mind you, Jose brought in a lot of players that other managers were... Wouldn't touch, and that's it. And you see, you just go again and again. You go, you got a thirty-three-year-old Ashley Young, like. But all he knows is a job ahead of him, as far as. I, I just hope that the club, like you look at, um, we spoke about it maybe a week, a couple of weeks ago, the last record possibly. But Pep Guardiola came in at City and said, "No, we need to overhaul this." And he spent fifty million pounds on fullbacks. That's it. He went, "We need better fullbacks," so he went and bought better fullbacks. Yeah. Sat there and thought, oh, "Okay, we need a better goalkeeper." And went out and bought a better goalkeeper. Yep. So what we have, what United have got to do is they've got to realise, or hopefully the ownership realises, unless they want to become Graham Souness's Liverpool, they have to go, they have to lose money over the next couple of years. They have to sit there and go, Whatever it takes. we need to make an investment in this team to make them competitive yep. because if we fall back a little bit, like people will bristle and Liverpool fans up on their high horses at the moment are rumoured to be signing a deal with Nike, which would be the richest apparel deal um, in the history of the game. And you sit there and go, well, United pride themselves on stats like that. Oh, we got the, the biggest shirt sponsor deal. Oh, we got the biggest apparel deal. Oh, we got this, we got... We've joked about it. Yanmar's our official fucking tractor partner and yeah. we've got an official teleco in Bahrain and blah, blah. You go, well, yeah, that's great. But if you fall off the map, they slide back. Yeah. Now, uh, let me ask this question because I'm not a Man United supporter, but I'm a big a big believer in or, or, or I have an interest in how you build a list to mm. be competitive at the highest level regardless of what sport you're playing. When you spend your millions to improve your defence, 
are you, say, in the next two years taking the best 20-year-old defender in the world who's available or that you can get and couple him with a 26-year-old? Or well, I you... would like to, I would like there to be... Because you obviously a... need it in the now. Yeah, I would like there to be a bit of forward A bit of forward thinking. planning. You have to be, I reckon, on the precipice of being world-class. Yep. And will build into being world-class. We... I'm going to stop saying where. Man United aren't a development club. You develop and then arrive at Manchester. And yes, we promote from within. So our academy and the youth system has to be set up so it produces players. But when you buy externally, you're not buying a 20-year-old, 20 unless they're phenomenal footballers and you can see the projection. I want mid-20s on the cusp of becoming world-class, yep. if not already there. The you've, problem, answered, the, you've answered my question. The problem yep. we've got is that we've genuinely got... And this applies to all big clubs, not just us. We've genuinely got about seven problem positions. Yeah. We need a left back. Oh, Leak Shaw, Leak Shaw's probably right. We need a, no, we no, need, no. We, we, we've got a left back. We need a right back. We need, we need a right back. We need centre a centre back. back. We need a midfielder to play alongside Pogba. Well, Herrera's gone. That's fine. I don't care. Right. The, the love for Herrera Matic, is Matic is, is, is cooked. Ma- Matt is getting there. All right. So we need, I reckon. What least, do we got? Sorry, right back. Centre back, a right sided midfielder, a right sided midfielder. Yeah, we need we, we need a defensive midfielder. Yeah, we need a left winger. We need a right winger. I think the left we're fine. Yeah, I'd like to play Martial more up top though. I think he's a striker. Yeah, and then you sit there and go, we, we, "There's probably I've got six. Like first, but you're not going to get them all in a the summer. You can't get six in one year. But you know, what? you're he, getting your six probably over four years. But this is where because you'll buy guys and some of them won't work nah, out. Nah. Yeah, so it's four years. When, I think we'll get. I think we'll we're I, get smarter. I think they need to go pretty hard for like four. Yeah. Early business pay. I know we, it's just it's symptomatic. You pay overs because of the name. Well, Arsene Wenger, as an Arsenal supporter, identified shitloads of talent, and he was always trying to get them on a budget. And well, the game we changed the game around. You know, United ruined that. Chelsea ruined it. Oh, absolutely. Well, PSG's Arsenal's- fucking it up now. Like Arsenal's, you know, Arsenal's plan for once for a little while there was unbelievably good. Yeah, you know, we'd go and get foreign players that English scouts didn't really know much about. Maron Shamak. Maron Shamak. They didn't all work. They didn't all work. <laughs> but then he pushed really, really hard for Mbappe early and was making offers around the sixty million dollar figure, and then the just the number just kept going up and up and up and up, and you. you you almost sort of felt like saying, "Well, if he'd offered ninety straight off the gun, you would have got him. Maybe you got, would have got him. They wouldn't have. No, but the thing is, they wouldn't have ever offered ninety for. He could turn out to be fucking Lionel Messi, yep. but no clubs would offer that for a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. they'd the sit there going, to... uh, "Cripple him." Um, but then obviously, poor old Juve get knocked out, which is a shame. But we move to um, tomorrow morning's games, which will be run and done by the time most people listen to this, of course. Yep. Uh, huge matches, though. Huge. Spurs. Or one huge match. Let's well, Spurs be honest. and City. Yeah, it's a huge match. It's a massive game. Yep. This is going to be a belting. It could be. City will have that goal back within the first 10 minutes, and then it'll just be an absolute procession. Without Kane, it's Without just... Without Harry Kane, I'm yeah, picking 4-0 yeah. or 5-1. He did an ankle, didn't he? And it's a test. It's a test. And I might sound like a complete dickhead. No, no. Put what? that in your cash for Crohn's. Do it now. If you believe if you believe in it enough, put it in. Have them win by uh, 2.5 plus. I want that in there. Mm-hmm. Is that in there? All right. So yeah, that's that's the um, that's the big game, and hopefully Tottenham show up and prove me wrong and give us a game because I couldn't give a rat's 
Toss bag. To quote Malcolm Blight, I couldn't give a rat's toss bag who goes through. What about Porto? That's done already. So Liverpool are 2-0 up. <laughs> already. Poor, that, poor, Liverpool will, poor old Porto. Porto, um, they'll walk it in. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, you want to talk a little bit about top four, Fab? I just EPL? reckon it's, it's time to put the, what do you call it? The, slap the Jets. Slap the Jets down. Well, there's only, what, four games left in yeah. the Premier League You want season. my top four? So give us your top four and your winner prediction. I can only have United in the top four if Liverpool win the league, I think. Okay, yeah. So we'll go. Give us, give us your top four. My ideal top four would be City, Liverpool, Arsenal, us. Sorry, Spurs, us. Yep. But I think we have, we have to beat City next weekend, next Wednesday. Yep. Which if we beat City, then it's Liverpool's league. I don't think the top four changes. I think it'll be... Except for the one and two positionally. So City to win it, Liverpool second, Tottenham third, Arsenal fourth. I think we're sixth. Well, the fact that you're playing City and Chelsea is makes it hard and evident I will to a lesser... We'll knock off Chelsea at home. That's, I'm not yep. too concerned about it. Chelsea can't defend. Well, the bottom line is they're fifth and sixth. So the fact that you guys play in the run home the conundrum is, is for, for, for Arsenal is sensational. Like Sean and I, we beat City. We're not guaranteed a top four place, but that... It, Almost guaranteed. I'd like Liverpool to drop a game before then. Yeah, if Liverpool drop the game... So then we can go out and beat City. So we can beat City. It doesn't change yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. But, So, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I think City will win it. Yeah, that little recent run of ours, unfortunately, um, against teams that we ought to have beaten yeah. has, uh, has brought us undone. And obviously the game against Arsenal... Wolves, as Pete likes to call them. The, the game against Arsenal is obviously incredibly disappointing, even if that's a draw. You yep. sit there and go that two-point swing. Either way, it's, it obviously ends it's up being massive. three, but yep. fuck... Just kills us. Well, even Watford, Arsenal played Watford on the weekend. They were down played to absolutely shockingly and still got the job. That they were down to ten men at the ten minute mark and we ended up scoring the winner in about what the eighty third minute or something like that by Pierre Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah. Jeez, it's hard. Pete. So, what's your top four and winner? Quickly, Timber. Oh, look, I agree with you. I think City wins, um, and I think. Given that Tottenham and Arsenal have still got a game in hand relative to Chelsea, and the fact that United are playing City and Chelsea in the run home, I think they just hold position. Yeah. Let's whip through a bit of US sport now. Masters, Tigers back apparently. Oh look, yeah, look, you Tigers not one of my guys. Um, Why do people give a shit about the whole? I was listening to a bit of radio about it. Like the only person who's any right to have a grudge against Tiger. Is his missus. Is his ex-wife. Yeah. She's the only one. Yep. Like, it's like he cheated on her a bunch of times. You go, well, that's terrible form, Tiger. Hmm. But you go, like, well, I don't understand why people are so hard up about it still 10-odd years later. Oh, and I agree. I agree. I mean, what, whatever you want to do in your private life, I mean, they were basically sort of saying that he reckoned he'd slept with 120 different men, women. With Tiger's <laughs> men. Oh, <geez>. Breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> Christ. Breaking um, news. While, um, while he was married to Elon. I reckon that's conservative. <laughs> well, and that's a possibility too. And and obviously he's put himself in, you know, saying that he had a sex addiction and all that sort of stuff. And The old David Duchovny. Yeah. So anyway, um, but again, like clearly... He, he he's clearly a big ego oh, because massive. once his world fell apart in behind him, he really really battled to get back to the his aggressive best, um, and then at the same time, years of maniacal training just saw his body almost literally fall apart. So he's had a knee reconstruction. He did an Achilles, um, 
and he's obviously had um, could have never vertebra- walked again, Tim. Vertebrae in his <laughs> vertebrae in his back fused. You could maybe and never. He, and he's still again. come back, and he's been good enough to win a US Masters at the age of forty three. I mean, that's and and just digressing. Did you see during the telecast where? Um, the security guard should have been red carded. Yeah, that's good. Two footed. Did, did you see it? No. So he he plays a shot out Could of the rough, yeah. uh, off the course, behind trees, and he had to sort of shoot it out through a little gap towards the green. Nails the shot, as Tiger can and obviously was doing on the weekend. As he hits it, all the security guards run that are so off the, to the, the crowd side sort of. To, to, to shield him as the crowd all, you know, lurch forward. And this guy comes tearing around the side. He slips and ends up going two-footed into the back of Tiger's legs. He could have busted his leg very, very easily. He sort of clipped him and he sort of half jumped. And for a couple of steps, you thought, oh, he's been a bit nobbled here. And and he was okay. Similar but not as bad as when the Segway guy ran over. I was going to say, Usain Bolt. (laughs) You saw the guy on the soccer pitch who had broken a leg or something. And the guy ran out. One guy, yes, got, and he slid with into a, him with a stretcher, and he just lost his footing and just two footed him straight into where he was. Where sore. he'd already broken his leg. Yeah. yeah, made it a clean break. Um, a lot of people obviously celebrating Tiger's return because for a lot of certain like like Fab and, and certain things from the nineties, like uh, the, the Chicago Bulls entrance. Um, you know, Fab has a tendency <laughs> to get all misty-eyed about these things, and there are a certain generation of fans that get misty-eyed about Tiger's return, just like you know, like. 60-year-old European uh, Brits get you know, misty-eyed about the Cold War and shit like that. And Paul Gascoigne. And Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> no, it's beautiful, spot on. Italia 90. Um, so there's that, that nostalgic feeling where you sit there and go, oh, this is golf as it should be because Tiger's back. Yeah. And, and they've had big personalities yes, over the last 50 years. but they years, need you know. Tiger. Oh, Tiger is the best thing that ever happened to world Huge. golf. Like, Jack Nicholas was amazing. Yep. But to have a black... Asian take over ablation. 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 Um, to like take over the sport. It was just he was and not only that he was the most iconic sports person of his era. He was he was the single most recognized recognizable sports person in the world. The hat, the red shirt on final day, it's just everything about him. You you knew who he was. The booth at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no he and he was he was for that period in, in a sport that is so individual and so mental, he yep. was just unbelievable. He was dominant. For, the, for that one level thing, of dominance, which we, is extraordinary. We, having listened to a lot on the radio in the last couple of days about it, the one thing that they always said is fascinating about Tiger at the US Masters is you'll be a bloke who's playing on the seventh tee and you're about to address a shot. And it's either the supporters on the hole that Tiger's on and he sinks something and the crowd goes nuts or, and even moreover, those that are at the 18th green where they have the big scoreboard, they update Tiger's score and he goes from minus seven to minus eight and they go nuts. Well, so it, you're there trying to play a shot and you're going, Tiger's well, done something good, but no, I think that was, was I think that was beautifully encapsulated. I'm not a golf fan, but I saw the, the highlights the morning of when, was it Molinari was teeing off? Yep. And he flashed a look to the like to his right. He was he's setting the ball on the tee and he flashed a look. There was a huge roar. And there was almost this look of resignation. He's coming. Yep, he's coming. But there was this that, sort of that, that's it. There was a steep, deep breath. Maybe just happy riling up the crowd again because happy only likes yeah. to drive. <laughs> <when he's... laughs> but but he, he, he's a behemoth of a, of a, of a, an yeah, identity. Jackass. Yeah, 
Sorry? You're jackass. You're jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Want to go to Red Lobster? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was good. One thing I will like is people saying, um, and I don't, I don't mean to take Tiger's, uh, take Tiger's Thunder or, you know, greatest comeback, magnificent comeback. I saw someone on Twitter and I went, absolutely. I said, greatest comeback? Is this better than Nicky Lauder was given the last rights? Yeah, it's not bad. He was pulled from the sucked out of He his was bones. pulled from the wreckage and given the last rights. Yep. And he won the world title next year. That's not bad. Came back later that year and almost won that year's world title. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on now to a little bit of NBA playoffs. But Keep you it. are splitting hairs by that point too, yeah. aren't you? No. Like like uh, like uh, Muhammad Ali and Michael Jordan. Um, we're going to move start. on to NBA playoffs briefly. What do you got for us? What's happening? Keep it short. Well, it's obviously the first round of the playoffs. Um, so the just first games have been played, or a couple of games. First have been couple yet in yep. some so cases. The Warriors in the Clippers. The Warriors gave up a thirty-one point lead. Did they really? Complacency point lead to the Clippers <laughs> potentially. Uh, the series now is tied at one all. One all. Um, the Raptors are playing the Orlando Magic. That series is also tied at one all, and I expect the Raptors to. I thought they would, they absolutely walk that one in four yep. nil, but um, they did win today, one hundred and eleven to eighty two. So it looks like so, they're so it's dominant. Yep. Um, but but Orlando's won a game away, so they've actually got yeah. Home so court these advantage. these are two the their two. So Toronto needs to win away. The higher seeds are playing the two home legs to yep. start with. So yep. then you have got the Denver Nuggets. And the San Antonio Spurs. Which was always a danger game. Yeah, so that's like, I like the Denver Nuggets, and they're a good young team, but any time you come up against San Antonio, you've got to be looking over your shoulder because they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna keep you as honest mm. as you've any them. team will. You've got to beat them. Yep. Yep. And now San Antonio's back to home court advantage. Yep. So the Blazers and the Thunder, that's not even close. Portland already 2-0 up. Yep. So the Thunder for all their... Russell Westbrook triple double Paul George all this other bullshit. Adams is Adams like one of like twelve children or something like that. Yeah, his sister is one of the greatest athletes of all time. Michael Jordan, (laughs) Muhammad Ali, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and Valerie Adams. Oh, of course. Have they got like? Are they? Their siblings, they've got like 10 siblings or something. I, I wasn't aware of that. I've just, I don't know, Valerie if I read this somewhere and I could be absolutely off. But Well, I, I just remembered reading, I, I knew about Valerie Adams. She's a discus thrower, shot putter as well, I think. Um, and she's super dominant athlete. And I had originally never knew that Stephen Adams was a New Zealander. And as soon as I heard he that he really was. Long hair. And yeah, then... yeah. He looks a bit like Russell Brand. Except bigger. Just bigger, a seven foot Russell Brand. Um, but yeah, as soon as I heard that, I thought, "Geez, any, I wonder whether he'd be related to Valerie Adams." It's a common name. Yeah, but but you just sort of think there's a bit of sporting talent floating around. So, you got any more to add on NBA players? Seventeen siblings. It says here. What? It's a lot. Poor it's Mrs. Adams. Same mum and dad. Um, yeah, Valerie Adams is mentioned there. Yeah, no, he's one of like an absolute shitload. So. Um, <laughs> Okay, he's like a rabbit. Yeah. So, um, sorry, the Celtics and the Pacers. It's um, they're playing tomorrow. But the Larry the Bird Cup. Cel- Celtics. Are, well, yeah. The mm. boy from French Lick, French Lick, Indiana. Indiana. Um, so the Celtics are one nil up. I expect them to take care of the Pacers quite easily. And the Milwaukee Bucks are one nil up against the Detroit Pistons. Pistons. So the Greek freak. So 
taking care of business. The the West seems to be where the action is. Where the action is, is games getting dropped there that otherwise you wouldn't have expected. But um, and Houston are one nil up over Utah, which I I reckon is just a good little matchup. So, um, I think Houston's a better team and can go deeper into finals. So you hope that they get through, but um, but Utah will hang around. Yep, absolutely. Is there any other games that we've missed? Don't think and so. And then the Nets and the 76ers. 76ers dropped a game. Dropped game one as well. Were booed off the oh, court. Booed. And did you see the vision of Amir Johnson on his uh, on his phone on the on bench? the bench? Really bad look. Yeah. Really ben Simpson. Bad look. Ben Simpson. Jesus. Shout out to Ben Simpson. Um, ben Simpson's first ten minutes of game two was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah he, he just came out breathing fire. Look, it yeah. was. Really, really, really good. Point so, to proof. 76ers should get through that. We're wrapping up that? That's it, Sean. I think we're going to run out of time on the... Uh, can we just talk Cam Smith NRL? Really quickly, because we've got to get to the quiz. I think like every single sport, whether it's basketball, AFL, NFL, whatever, when you are the leading point scorer in your sport, granted he's played 389 NRL games, so he's had a fair... Um, Sample size to be able to uh, His durability impact. is part of and, and durability has been amazing. But he uh, set the record for the uh, the highest scoring player in the NRL of all time last weekend. So shout out to Cam Smith. There's no surprises. We already knew that he was a megastar. They'll make they'll make statues galore of him moving forward, whether it be for the Maroons, for the Melbourne Storm, Queensland in general, Australia, whatever. Um, one of the absolute greats, and good luck to him. No, absolutely. He's a phenomenal effort at Melbourne Storm. I think are five from five. They're perfect. So he's leading uh, point scorer or leading try scorer? Point scorer. Leading point scorer because he takes the kicks. Yeah. And he plays hooker, and he's sort of more of a – he's a playmaker, and he's always centre of the field, and he yeah. sets things up. But he lays tackles like it's going out of style. He's just really, really tough. So, yeah, leading point scorer. Yeah. Melbourne Storm keep on keeping on. Good on them. Um, we're going to move now to the uh, the quiz, Timber. You beauty. Let's All rock right. and roll. All right. We have six quiz questions and we have a tiebreaker. Excellent. Question one. I'll start with you, Fabian. Excellent. Virginia won the men's NCAA Shit. basketball championship game last week. Sharing the same mascot as an NBA team. What are they better known as? The Cavaliers. Thank you very much, Fabian. Fucking layup. N- nicely done. Uh, lay up. Okay, this one's going to be a little bit tougher for you, Sean. Oh, good. Um, the, um, Virginia won the men's NCAA championship last week. Who won the women's NCAA basketball championship game? There's only 400 colleges in America. Um, they won 82-81 and they beat Notre Dame, which is obviously not the same place, but in the news for a different sort America's of reason this week. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. UConn. UConn have had an unbelievable record Fuck. in women's basketball for a while, but yeah. uh, the Baylor Bears yeah, got up and have a, had a win. So Fabian, 1-0. Nicely done. Tough one for you, Fabian. Oh, no. Question three. Which three players, all with I a first... single answers. All with a first name starting with J, are the only AFL players with a live 100-game-plus consecutive game streak? Jesus. 100-plus straight games, all starting with J. Surname or first name? First name, all starting with J. So these guys have played 100 consecutive games at current, currently? Currently. There's only three of them? There are three. There are only three that are 100 or more, and all three of them have a first name starting with J. Mate, no fucking idea. I, 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 I haven't got any of them. No fucking idea. 
Well, well, do you want to work as a team and give me the three? I couldn't tell you at all. Do you want? Do you want the teams they give play for? Give me the for? teams quickly. Yeah. Okay, we have one from Port Adelaide. Yep. Jared. Something. Should we move to the next team? Yep. Uh, we have one from St Kilda. No. And we uh, have one... Jack Billings? Nope. And we have... Jack Billings probably hasn't played 100 games. Oh, fuck, mate. I don't know anyone uh, starts And Jake. one from Collingwood. Jack Crisp. Thank you. Jack Crisp on 102. St Kilda. St Kilda. Jack. It'd have to be one of their fucking Jacks, wouldn't it, surely? Because they've got five of them. Well, it's not McCartan. He hasn't played 100 seconds. And his name's <laughs> Pat. St Kilda is a Jack. For what it's Jack Nunes. Jack Nunes, 114. And Port Adelaide, Adelaide, currently leading with 127 games. Justin Westhoff. Thank you very yeah. much. There you go. We got there in the end. That's a horrible question, Timbo. I was going to say, I reckon that's a great trivia question. Yeah. Question four. Too hard. Too hard for this quiz. Question four. Watch Sean, watch this mm-hmm. layup. Layup. <laughs> Which AFL player this weekend is seeking to become only the third player in history to record 40 or more possessions in four consecutive AFL games? Lockie Neal? Correct. For a second there, I was thinking uh, Rockcliffe. I was like, is that a screwball? Yeah, but he got concussed in... No, that's what I meant. I was going... Uh, that's, a, that, that, that's a fucking bullshit. Tough one, Fabian. NRL question oh. for you. <laughs> Who's... Whose record did Cam Smith break I know this. in becoming the I highest scoring rugby league player of all Can time? Can I steal this? Well, when he can't get it right, which will be extremely soon. I know it. Highest scoring rugby league. So Cam Smith overtook his record of total points scored. Am I... No, look. I'm allowed to get a little bit of a hint, yeah? No, yeah, fuck yeah, that, because so no, I know no. it. No, no, you, you, you can steal it. I just want a small he, hint. He's not going to get it. Just give me an era. Uh, I reckon he retired in the mid-2000s. In the mid-2000s. Mid-2000s he retired, but he, he played 318 games, I think I read today. Uh, he was a wingman and took the kicking duties. And in fo- uh, three, he has the highest... He's the highest scoring player in his year... Three of the or the top five, so of the top. F- <laughs> I, I can't even get this out. Of the, this is meant to be. This is meant to help me. No, no, I was reading it today. So, oh, it's not helping you at all. But just saying, he was the highest scoring player in his five times in his career. Well, three three of the top five highest scoring tallies in a year. Oh, are okay, all okay, bloke, yeah, so, okay. So, you. like you know, we say so the, um, of the five, Peter Hudson kicked one hundred and fifty in a year. He might have you know this guy's been He's, yeah the top five. Most points scored in a, a season. He's so got three, three of his five. three of his best seasons. Played on a wing. Played on a wing. Retired in mid two thousands. Yep. Has a Malmazri. You fucking look that up. How would I look that up? You're sitting in front of a computer. You're sitting in front of a computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> My hands are here though. Bulldogs. Has a Malmazri. Because you just said kicker. So I well, it. the answer is Has a Malmazri. I, I, I questioned where you pulled that answer from, but. The heart. You fucking looked that up. <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't. All right, final question. Uh, what is the score at the moment? I think you're in front, aren't you? Oh, I think we split. I think I've got to get this to tie because we. All the... right, you got to get this to tie. Winks ran her final race on Saturday. What was the name of this race? 
I'm going to say the uh, the Queen Elizabeth. It is the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. I was going to say the Reduce Choice. The Classic. Reduce Choice Golden Sack. So do we need a tiebreaker? <laughs> yeah, give us a tiebreaker. Okay, tiebreaker. Whoops. Hold on. How do we need a tiebreaker on a 2-1 up? Because you're not getting the question where I helped you answer it. And Which you, one did you help me? The one about the th- Jacks. The three. No, but I got the first. No, you got the Cavaliers though as well. The Cavaliers, right? I'm two one up. Yeah. The, the the what are they called? Well, I got two right as well. Didn't He's I? got two. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, he got Lucky Neal and he got the Queen Elizabeth Stokes. Oh, so there is. This is a legitimate tiebreaker. Yeah, legitimate right. tiebreaker. So tiebreaker. Winks had oh, forty three career God starts. This fuckers retired. In how many races did she fail to run a place? In 43 starts, how many times did she not finish first, second, or third? Is this closest to the pin? Three. Four. We have a winner. And the answer is three. (laughs) (laughs) And across her career, she had 37 wins, three seconds. So the three times she, in inverted commas, failed. But why don't they ever mention this? Oh, she won X amount in a row. Why don't they even mention the times, mate? Usain Bolt's time, until someone runs faster than him, he is the greatest sprinter of all time. So this Winks thing, she's the best She's the best filly we've ever had, all that shit. Are you, are you starting to debate Winks versus Usain Bolt? No, or no, but the whole idea Regan is... Winks has got, a, got him covered. No, but the whole idea is in athletics... <laughs> she, wants, she needs to stay in her lane though, Tim. In athletics, Usain Bolt is the greatest sprinter of all time until someone is faster than him. Yeah, I'm hearing you. The time... 9.58, I think it is. Yeah. Whatever. And then obviously his time in the 200 was, what, 1919? But you sit there and go, until somebody beats those times, he's the best ever. I However, understand that the tracks are different, all that shit. But it's you the also same have a sprinting. lane. No, but I understand. You have a lane. Yeah, but And no one can get in it and get in your way. She's racing against horses that get she into the last and in get every taken. S- they also influence her ability to She run. sits last in every single race and she runs past the lot. She gives them a head start. Mate, mate, Usain Bolt never gave anyone a head mate, start at all and she ran them down every fucking wi- time. She's running wider mate, of Winks, to make mate, sure she's in some clean. Stay out of trouble. Winx's opponents... Run straight off the straight into the truck, off to the glue factory. What, what, did, what did Mickey? What did Mickey say to Rocky in, in Rocky Three after the? Uh, there they were setups. They were setups. They were setups. They ain't killers. Has-beens. They ain't killers like this guy. Talking about <laughs> autumn it, sun. It's your best Burgess Meredith I've ever heard. That's good. That's yeah, good. Like you know, he'll kill you to death inside a tree rounds. <laughs> they wouldn't race her at the end against horses that could beat her. You know what they did. They said, we're running four races. We're running the Warwick Stakes, the George Ryder. The Reduce Choice. The whatever, and the <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And they said, that's what we're running in. And everyone else goes, oh, we better find another race to, to run this weekend. Oh, it's not her fault. Oh, bullshit. She can only beat who turns I'd up. I'd like someone to slap the Reduce Choice the bag on the table and just go, I'm going to fuck this streak up. Yeah. That would have been good. You know what you needed? You needed Am I the only person who did not get excited needed, by this whole nah, Winx run? I, I wanted her to lose. Yeah, I wanted her to lose. Oh, no, it would have been great. It would have been great. It would have It would have added genuine interest. Don Bradman and, with a tear in his eye strolling to the crease. Yeah, would have been a legend. On. Spot on. As it um, is, she wins again Mike against Winchell a bunch of... going for the, the state championship title drive and falls just a little bit short. Of it's course. a better story because he doesn't make it. I've never heard of him. Friday Night Lights. Oh, movie. yeah, of course. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah everyone... Never heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know his character. Mike Winchell. Um, yeah, no, I get you. I just want to have one thing before we go off the air. Let's go, Sean. One People thing. have turned off anyway. We've, yeah, I think we've only got four minutes. Did we run out of space? Um, 
one thing before we go up to you, I got a text message last night from a, we'll, we'll keep their identity secret, we'll call her Kelly. <laughs> got a text message, shout out to this listener, who said that a certain other person will uh, will call that person uh, Fabian. Um, Is she going to say he's watching wrestling? He's watching wrestling it's with fucking her. bullshit. It's on. My household is basically whatever well, he decides to enjoying watch it. during the day. And at night, it's either Married at First Sight, which, thank fuck, is finished. He's enjoying it, apparently. Or Bachelor in Paradise. Now, WrestleMania was on two weeks ago. Apparently, Fabian's getting right into it. They're watching all the shows. They're watching the, all the retrospectives, well, Kelly's got a, Kelly's got a uh, what do they call it? The WWE Network. Which is excellent, s- by the subscription. way. And she's watching documentaries every two seconds. So, it's on in the house. And so, Fabian's apparently sitting there and enjoying it. Every minute uh, of it. I'm not enjoying it. What have you watched? I watched an Eric Bischoff documentary. Was it... Um, Kelly slept through that. Was the... What was that one called? Don't recall. Uh, and there were some rivalries and legend stuff, but I've been forced to watch a few episodes of SmackDown and... you got to watch... And, uh, and Raw. you got to watch the doco about the Ultimate Warrior. That one's really good. I'd like to see that. Sting... Um, we watched a documentary about Sting going to WrestleMania. Yeah, the short like the because the, he was never a WWE mes- message in a bottle. No, he was a <laughs> <laughs> every little <laughs> every little thing you do was, does his ma- do was, his magic. I was actually gonna I was actually gonna do a bit of sting. Oh, I, I thought, the I police, thought better the on. should come in and arrest you for he that. Always, <laughs> he always sang a bit like he was deaf. Fields of Gold is a great song, but um, no, I watched that as well. They kind of botched that. They made yeah. it NWO so, DX. Let's not spend too much time on this shit. Kelly did want me to talk about wrestling. Watch the Monday Night Wars. Monday Night Wars is really good. That's so, an excellent doco in its Why in its can't that guy with the cowboy hat open his mouth when he speaks? Shawn Michaels. No. The guy oh, with- JR. He yeah. had a stroke. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Don't you feel like an asshole? Yeah, he genuinely had a stroke. But uh, yeah, Kelly was wrapped. Becky Lynch ends up taking home two belts. You they, were totally they, wrong they in your prediction. It. You said... No, because they botched it. What do you mean? The rumor is they botched the finish. The rumor is they botched it. You're like Kelly. These rumors are intentional. So if you watch it, there. if you watch it, the it's match. Fake. <laughs> no, but if you watch it, the match. I don't think. I don't think the match was meant to end. Then. But the referee yep. came in and did the count, and Ronda sort of tries to kick out, and I think that the referee just he fucked the count basically, so he did one, two, three, and the match was over. But it wasn't meant to end at that point. Because everyone afterwards was like... Do you reckon it's a bit of a Bret Hart? They've, they've pissed robbed off. Him. I think it was just a mistake. It wasn't Bret Hart. The Montreal Screwjob was definitively um, Vince McMahon. Tim's seen a different kind of Montreal Screwjob. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourite movies. <laughs> um, no, Vince, Vince fucked Bret Hart over and basically just called the match and said, no, we're, we're not letting you... Because he was leaving for WCW. Long story. Covered in an excellent documentary that's not on the WWE Network called uh, Wrestling with Shadows, which is genuinely a very good doco. Um, no, they just fucked the ending, basically. So what was supposed to happen? Becky Lynch was absolutely supposed to win, so at least they got that right. But whether she was meant to submit Ronda, pin Ronda, or submit Charlotte is a bit of conjecture. So they got the result they needed, which is why it's kind of gone, disappeared. But if you look at the faces after the match... For something that's scripted, they've got it horribly wrong, Timbo. Well, as, as it was, like, to be honest with you, the, the, the women's match, WrestleMania main event, it was a bit of a non-event in the end. The actual match itself was a bit of a... Yeah. That was good, though. Yeah. But they're the biggest stars on the on the circuit at the moment, so... Mm. 
But anyway, I, I vehemently deny getting into and liking it. You seem to know it's a lot about unavoidable. it. unavoidable. It's unavoidable, Tim. It's just... What about the message you sent me last night, knowing that Eric Bischoff didn't scare Vince McMahon until... I was thinking it all made sense when Kelly said he's been watching wrestling documentaries. <laughs> they were very... It was very odd. It was a very odd sentiment no, no, that started no. flowing I, I, into I our uh, text. Up, late end of high school, the WCW was huge. I know nothing about the WWF, apart from Hulkamania. That's it. Shit house. Oh, Sean, you weren't even born. He's rubbish. Hulk's terrible. Thunderlips. Thunderlips. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I think we're just about to run out of tape. So, All right. Tape. We're we recording this on tape. <laughs> um, for me, Sean Peter, I thank you very much for fading. It's been one week since you looked at me. Cock your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. Saying, get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday, you've forgiven me. But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hold it, now I want to hoodwink. Does I make you stop think? You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. Summon fish to the dish, although I like the shelly Swiss, I like the sushi, cause it's never touched a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes, speak like Leanne rhymes, because I'm all about value. Bert Campers got the mad hits, you try to match wits, you try to hold me but I bust through. Gonna make a break and take a pick, I like a sink and they can shake, I like vanilla, it's the finest of the flavors. Gonna see the jokers and you'll know the vertigo is gonna go, cause it's so dangerous, you'll have to sign a waiver. I can't help it if I think you're funny when you're mad, trying hard not to smile though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral, can't understand what I mean, well you soon will. His own choosing, all right. Yeah. You, you do know that because you know, know Michael Jordan's. You know, everyone goes, Oh, he retired at the 80. The <laughs> 96 <laughs> balls were the shit. He retired, yeah. yeah he, so 95, 94, he, he retired. He said, I've had but enough. What I'm saying is, he Muhammad Ali was suspended because he didn't want to fight a war, 
fight a war. And for five years, he wasn't allowed to box. And, it, and that started from I'm the age warn, of 24. I'm, I'm, warning, I'm warning you and warning. I'm warning him. Yeah. I'm in a mood today that I will fucking punch somebody if you irritate me. Both you, you're on a slight warning. You're but, only on You're almost on the yellow. This bloke's teetering for a fucking ring. On, on, the, on the wall at home next to, next to Harvey. But a 24-year-old guy who is the face. heavyweight champion of the world... No, I'm not disputing. He's a, he's a he's amazing. The five, and for how good he was afterwards, yep. in the five years in between, what he would have done yep. to enhance... Like, he wouldn't have needed to have fought... Did for, he lose? When he was suspended? No, not once. Didn't I? I'll give you one. So, he, so he's, 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 he's <laughs> Brian for five, just five years. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. If not for Muhammad Ali changing the sports industry... Oh, sport promotion is Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Would okay. we have yeah. Michael so, Jordan, uh, the jump uh, man? If you want to talk about, yeah, if you want to talk about the way people change the industry, Michael Jordan changed the game, mate. Oh, I agree. I'm not, dis- I'm not disagreeing. Go. Every but, athlete but, now, no, Muhammad, still Ali, wants Muhammad to be... Ali's effect on boxing was negligible. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, athletes now still want to be like Mike. Don't fuck it. Don't even go. Oh, no boxers ever want to be like uh, Muhammad Ali. Conor McGregor's whole shtick isn't just Muhammad Ali. Mm. It's making him a mint. I'm not disputing it. I'm having him high. He's probably top three. He's not Michael and, Jordan. And he missed the best five years of his career. And Michael Jordan missed the best two. Cause, Michael cause... Jordan went to the NBA playoffs, never lost, mate. It's not bad. He got in the ring, old Muhammad, and got papa. I think it's a little I'm just saying, I stopped liking Muhammad Ali. When he changed his name. I stopped liking Cassius Clay. When he changed his name, Muhammad Ali, what kind of shit is that? His mama called him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. He's Clay. He's Clay to me. I say Clay. Well, then you're a putz. Are you ready to go? Yeah, whatever, mate. Test. We on. Jesus Christ. I've turned Tim's mic up so when he hello when he disappears into the other in the hallway hello come on Sean get a fucking rolling